Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Whiskey, Grits, and Honey. I'm here with my awesome friend, Kenyatta. She is an educator. She's a light worker. She's a naturalist. She is just an all-around dope person. And today, we're going to talk about her brand and her work with alternative healing and how she's incorporating that in education. Kenyatta, thank you for gracing me with your presence today. Hi, Corey. <laughs> Thanks, Kenyatta, for joining us today. So uh, start by telling us a little bit about you. Okay, well... I am Kenyatta. I am a native of Darlington, South Carolina. Graduated um, from Mayo High School for Math, Science, and Technology in 2005. Graduated from the Virginia State University. Um, started actually working in um, classrooms in 12th grade, doing internships in the middle school English classes. So um, that's how I kind of got into teaching slightly. Um, but that's it. I'm pretty reckless to Okay. So, what is alternative healing for um, folks who don't know? And then, what are some of the services that it can entail? Well, alternate healing, um, it's just what it is. It is an alternative to Western medicine. It's not a replacement. So, y'all don't need going talk about Ms. <laughs> Thomas said, or Kenyatta said, this, this tea tree oil was going to cure all my sickness. No. Um. It can. So it focuses on um, healing on a spiritual level. Um, you know, it uses aromatherapy, crystal healing, um, Reiki healing, of course, uh, wellness, diet, exercise, meditation, yoga, things of that nature. Okay. So what are some of the benefits to alternate healing versus traditional medicine? Well, I am... Me, personally, I don't like man-made medicine Same. or drugs. Yeah. Um, when our body is in the right state, it has the natural ability to heal itself. So we have to make sure that our environment is right, that it's stress-free, that our diet is right, our exercise is right, so that um, our immune systems can build a, a tolerance to the things that are around us. Sure, and sure. With westernized medicine, and again, I'm not telling y'all not to go. This to is the not doctor. medical advice. <laughs> um, you know, the some of the some of the medicines, of course, are habit forming. Um, I do think of alternate healing as a less expensive way to I agree. heal ourselves. Um, but again, I like I said, our body has to be in the right state. So you can't sit here and you know eat hot Cheetos and drink Mountain Dew. Expect for your body to perform miraculous things. It actually has to be in the right state to be able to heal itself. For sure, for sure. So I know that you said you started as like a teacher's assistant in high school, but what made you say, I want to be Miss Thomas, I want to be a teacher? Hmm. <laughs> well, my mom used to always tell me, there's always two fields that you're going to always have a job in. That's medical field and education. She said, they're always going to need nurses. They're always going to need teachers. Um, I don't know, looking at this year now. <laughs> exactly. But um, I used to actually go home and play school all the time as a kid. And I'm like, you know, I like working with children. Um, I like working with young adults. So with doing the internship in high school and working with the middle school, I really got to get a better understanding of the educational field. So my plan initially was to get my degree in English and join the military okay. and do public relations with my English degree. But then I was like, you know, yeah, 
I don't think the military is going to be for me. I'm too free spirited to be in the military. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I don't like rules. She was going to be doing yoga in her fatigues oh, out there. Yes, exactly. They were like, get Thomas from under the tree out exactly. there. So, um, doing the internship really opened my eyes to a lot of things in education, and so, um, working with kids, having a passion for English, it just it worked. It does. And she's an English teacher like myself, like super dope teacher. She, especially when it comes to creative writing, African-American literature, like Miss Thomas, Kenyatta, whatever you want to call her, like she is the girl to go to. Like all the kids love her, just phenomenal teacher. So tell a little bit about our kids, uh, Title One Education. How does that influence the things that you do? <laughs> I went a little off script, but um, roll with it. It's <laughs> cool. I take what I do with alternate healing and alternate therapies, and I bring it into my classroom because I love to focus on social emotional healing. Absolutely. Um, I was just having a conversation with a parent last night, and she, you know, she was saying, you know, I just want my child to do. I just want her to do. I said, well, if you don't mind, as much as I would love for your child to be successful as an English student, I want her to be successful as a person. So yes. I focus on building their confidence, Absolutely. Um, helping them to not focus on their weaknesses, but to see their strengths and to build on those things. So with alternate therapy, um, I bring in that social emotional component to it, you know, teaching kids or teaching my students um, how to be themselves, how to be true to yourself in a world that is full of People doing mannequin challenges, yeah. okay? People yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I bring that to that. You know, sometimes in the mornings, instead of a bell ringer, I may play some meditation music and say, hey, kids, we're going to have a meditation minute. Just sit down, take a few deep breaths, and we'll start working. Um, because honestly, when you when you get up and you practice those, those breathing techniques, we don't realize that we breathe wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so teaching my students just those simple things just to help refocus their mind and help them to recenter. Because even when I was a face-to-face teacher, I would stop my class and say, okay, y'all, it's too much. Let's listen to some singing bowls. Yeah. And they'll go, Miss Thomas, this music is making me feel good. <laughs> but they didn't realize the calming effect that it had and how much it was helping them to focus on their actual lesson. And so by the end of it, they had got, gotten through a lesson with way less chaos and distraction. And so that's how I bring in the alternate healing into my classroom. And they don't realize how much just like noise they're surrounded by, mm-hmm. just like visual noise and auditorial no- noise, mm-hmm. just like it's chaos. Just the stimulus is just yeah. crazy. Yeah. And sometimes you have to get, I'm sorry, but like the lesson plans, the curriculum stuff, you've got to delve from it to reach the kid, like you said, to mm-hmm. become a better person, not yeah. just an English Cause we, student. Because a lot of times... We as teachers, we focus on the student and not the child. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of times where I will completely step out of my role as a teacher. And I'm like, okay, y'all, this is not Miss Thomas talking to you. This is Auntie Yada. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And this is what we're going to do today. Okay? We're going to have a brain break. Yeah. Let's stand up. Let's stretch. Yeah. Reach up. Grab the sun. Bring it back down to your ankles. And it's effective every time. Every Mm -hmm. single time. So, can you tell us a little bit about what light work is, what shadow work is, and why it's so important to focus on those two and to heal both of those? Okay. Um, 
So I guess I can start by addressing the shadow work first. Um, shadow work is a term coined by um, psychologist Carl Jung, and it's where we address the things that, not necessarily the things we don't like about ourselves, but mm-hmm. the things that we are often challenged by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we may be a person that, um, I'll use myself. <laughs> I am a terrible procrastinator, okay? Mm-hmm. And I know a part of that comes from my childhood. Okay, so going back and addressing um, things that may have happened, any type of thing that has caused you any type of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that there are a lot of times where as a kid and being the youngest, I didn't make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. My siblings, my parents, my older aunties, I didn't make decisions. So now as an adult, that is something that I struggle with, um, decision-making and procrastination. Yeah. Um, and so I have to go back and say, all right, this is what I need to address, and this is how I fix it. This is how I heal it. And so shadow work is about addressing trauma, even if you have to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Find the root of it. Um a lot of times I, I often come across things that I need to work on through meditation. When I meditate, you know, people always think that meditation is about pulling everything out of your mind and just having a quiet mind. But a lot of times meditation is about pulling those things from the back of your mind to the front and unpacking them. Absolutely. So once you unpack those things, then you can start to do the work. Okay? Absolutely. So the things that are in the back, in the shadows, you pull up and you do the work for them. You work towards that healing. You work towards um, being better. You work towards just putting forth that effort to make that change. Absolutely. Which brings us to your brand. Could you talk to us a little bit about your brand, the services that you offer? Elaborate on that. Um, Mind's Eye Wellness and Ultimate Therapies, formerly known as Kismet. Um focuses on light work, shadow work, um, spiritual coaching, um, and again, aromatherapy, yoga, meditation, um, all of the things associated with alternate healing. Um, I think my favorite part of it, like you said, is the aromatherapy portion. I love mixing, and like I said, I get in the lab, and I start (laughs) making oils, and um, and it's probably because the oils... the, the properties of them. I am honestly really yeah, in a, they're a totally different space mm-hmm. when I am mixing my oils. But um, I do essential oils um, for healing. So you know, if you have allergies, um, if you're if you have pets and you need a pet spray for your puppy between baths, I can calling. make all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, oils to help increase your mood. I often put those in my diffuser when I go to work. Yes. Because <laughs> work is very stressful. <laughs> so I would suggest get an oil diffuser and get you some essential oils and put in there and just notice how your mood changes throughout the day. Um, I make bath blends, um, bath teas. So, yeah. A whole selection of a services. Whole selection love it. Of love services. it. And them Tibetan bowls, she's right with these kids. Put them on within 10 put, minutes. Put, look. Put them on while you cooking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different kids when you're done. Yeah. Yes. Um, so within the black community, what can we do to begin to heal mental health? And why do you think there's such a stigma within the black community about mental health? I think there's such a stigma because we have always been told that we have to be strong. 
I agree. And, and being strong to us is not accepting help, doing it on our mm. own, um, not reaching out, not accepting help when it's yep. offered. You Hyper independent. Not all the time. We're not going to ask, but when yeah. it's offered, mm-hmm. you know, we will still reject it. Because mm-hmm. um, there have been plenty of times. Again, I will use myself as an example. I had a horrible time focusing in school. Uh, I have a horrible time focusing now. (laughs) And just a few years ago, my mom, I hosted Thanksgiving, and she said, girl, I wish you would sit down. (laughs) And I'm like, what? She said, I've seen you bounce around this house like a ping pong ball for the past 15 minutes. Sit down, And I'm like, ma, I can't help it. I I was like, she said, you know, I knew that you had ADD as a child, but I didn't put you on medicine and I didn't get you help because I didn't think anything was wrong. I didn't see that as a problem. Um, I wanted to teach you how to deal Deal with it. it instead of healing it. Instead of healing it. And so that's what we've been taught to deal with, not heal with. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And so now it's like, when you tell somebody, oh, I have a therapist, they're like, what's wrong with you? Nothing has to be wrong. <laughs> it's just I have a therapist. So, you know, yeah. We have been we have been traumatized as a collective group of people by a lot. Absolutely. And I think that is just a trauma response saying you don't need the help, we don't need it. I'm okay, I'll deal with it. And we kind mm-hmm. of push those under the rug. When sometimes the help that is required isn't even anything that's outlandish. It could just be simply going outside, walking to the mailbox every day, getting fresh air. Yeah, simple thing. Taking a drive and listening to your favorite music. That's a form of meditation, y'all. It is. Just taking a car ride and listening to some good old like get out the house like you would be so surprised at how much your mental state changes when you're up and active and you are out the house and you are getting fresh air and and again go back to your childhood we were happiest when we were children because we were actually doing things that we enjoyed doing it was play it wasn't work it It was yeah 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 and one of my favorite things is we see the next generation and then those hurdles that they're seeing, well, I don't know how this feels and I feel this way, but I can't explain it. And being able to help them, mm-hmm. like that is probably my favorite part of being a teacher. That communication component. My students always ask me, why do you ask so many questions? <laughs> they hate it. Yeah, they hate it. And I tell them, I ask you questions because I want you to think. I don't understand. What don't you understand? This? What is this? (laughs) Okay. So teaching the effective communication skills, I definitely think that is a part of shadow work. Um, Because we don't know why we have um, poor communication skills until we sit back and we really think and analyze it. So with our children, I try to, I don't want to say secretly do shadow work (laughs) with them. Because I always want them to know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so I may say, hey, you know, especially my virtual kids, hey, hop on to a Google Meet. Let's chat for a second. Mm-hmm. A breakout room. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, just sit there and, and just have conversation. Like, conversation is so important. Mm-hmm. 
super important. I've learned that within these past three years as an adult. Like, you can't sit here and expect to get result A when you don't open your mouth and then That's things exactly don't pan out the way you need to. So, even as an adult, I'm a learning effective communication. Mm-hmm. So, trying to teach that to our children has been slightly challenging because some of them honestly don't have anyone to just simply talk to. They don't have That's dinner at, they don't have dinner at night with their family. Um so they're not talking. They're gaming all day or they're out with friends and we know how teenage conversation is yeah. because we were teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. But then they get to school and they just unload on us because they feel like this is such a safe space. Like I've got I can finally open up. I can mm-hmm. finally communicate with an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and gain and, and Gaining that trust, yeah, that is a big thing, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I told a parent, the parent I was talking to yesterday. You know, when a child trusts their teacher, one, they're more willing to work for them, mm-hmm. but two, they definitely they have a rapport, and they are willing to talk more. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up, um, how can we book your services if people are interested in um, alternate therapy or some of your products and stuff? Well, I am in the process of getting a website together. But if you would like to um, book any of my services, you can reach me via email. It's my first and last name, KenyattaThomas83 at gmail.com. And I will respond to you as quickly as possible. So any, you know questions that you guys may have um i do consultations um i do tarot as well that's a part of my service i don't think i mentioned that um so yeah come with me i'm your dope healer (laughs) i love that i love that well thank you again for joining us on this episode thank you and thank you guys for tuning in uh stay tuned for the next episode